these scriptures that we are about to read can literally set our life on this earth if we follow them. In the first place, it causes us to have a deep respect for what Jesus says and what God says and what is written in the Holy Bible. And it should cause us to have a fear of God, a fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, Psalm 111, verse 10. The beginning of wisdom comes when we understand that these scriptures are our salvation if we do them. But if we do not do them and go another way, great fear should be upon us. For God knows the way he wants to take us and how he wants to use us on this earth. And he brings scripture to us for us to build our lives on so that we will get to that place on this earth where he wants us by these scriptures. But if we decide we're not going to do a scripture and we're going to do what we want to do, beware. Because you are on a path of destruction if you do that. Now, this makes it very clear, and I'm sure that this was a fundamental basis of everything that I've lived by for the past 45 years. Matthew 7, verse 24 through 27. Jesus says, Therefore, whosoever shall hear these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. The storms hit both houses. One withstood the storms and continued standing, and the other fell, and great was the fall of it. So that should cause us to have a great respect for the scriptures and doing the scriptures. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is inspired by God is given by inspiration of God. All scripture, Old Testament and New Testament. The only difference is we don't follow and do the things of the sacrifices of animals for our sins as they did in the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, because we have a New Covenant, which is belief in Jesus and that His sacrifice for our sins is sufficient. We don't have to sacrifice animals anymore 
for sins as they did in the Old Covenant. But there are many promises of God in the Old Testament, and there are many promises that apply to us today. And Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10 that these things happened to them as examples for us that we wouldn't do as they did, that we would do the right things. So all of it's important, the old and new. So we read in 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. We have nothing to go on except the Holy Bible, the examples of the Old Testament, and the doctrine and covenant of the New Testament. When we read the Bible, sometimes a scripture will just leap out at us. It's like we've gotten a blood transfusion. All of a sudden, we have life in us. The scripture that's illuminated this way by the Holy Spirit is a special message for us at that point in time, showing us what God wants us to do instructing us in the righteousness of God. When I was a new Christian, God caught my attention with Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then Thou shalt have good success. I would take individual scriptures and write them out and keep them before me day and night for a season. And then I would hear from the Holy Spirit another scripture. And I would keep it before me day and night for a season. Why? Because that would enable me to get strong enough to actually do the scripture. You have to do the scripture for it to be of value to you. You build your house by doing the scripture. Also, every time we choose to actually do that scripture, we are conformed to the image of Jesus the Word. So doing the scripture is critical for us. At our Bible class, when I attended Word of Faith from 1978 through 1982, our Bible teacher told me this one day. He said, Joan, you are so different from everybody else because we talk faith, but you actually live faith. It's been so important to me to do those scriptures when they burn through me, when I read the Bible. And often I'm looking for something that I can do. I'm actually looking for scriptures. It's just been that way with me from the time I was born again. 
I'm not so interested about the history or even hearing about God as I am in the action part of doing the Word of God. Of course, I'm interested in the nature of God. I'm interested in the examples of the Old Testament, which show us what God is really like. For that's where you get a very strong view of the heart of God. And I'm interested in that. But as far as a history, hearing history, no, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in what I should do. And I build Scripture upon Scripture upon Scripture. To me, it's always been like these Scriptures are a highway. So we do one of the Scriptures. And then along the way, the Holy Spirit puts a little fork in the road and adds another Scripture, and we add that to the first Scripture. And it's one Scripture upon another doing that Scripture. And I am assured that God uses these scriptures this way to get each of us to the place where we will fulfill his will and his purpose for us on this earth. You don't have to worry about getting to where you're supposed to be with God. He will take you there one scripture at a time. And you will end up where he wants you, doing his will, as you do those different scriptures. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. Have a desire for that, for the word of God. That by partaking of the word of God, applying it to your life, you can grow, mature in things of God. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. If so be, ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God, and precious, ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. That is, the Holy Spirit will tell us to do something, and we choose to do it. One time I was visiting with my favorite aunt, and as we spoke, the Holy Spirit spoke this to my mind. Tell your aunt about being taken into heaven. Ooh, I didn't want to do that. This is a Church of Christ member, and I'm going to tell her about the times I was taken into heaven? See, that's a spiritual sacrifice if I choose to do it. When the Holy Spirit tells us something to do, 
He doesn't make us do that. He tells us what is the heart of God for us to do, and we can choose to do it or not do it. But the fear of the Lord has a big part in which direction I go because the proper fear of the Lord causes me to know I better do what the Holy Spirit tells me to do. So I yielded to the Holy Spirit and told my Church of Christ aunt about being taken into heaven twice. This happened to me shortly after I was born again. In the night I was transported into heaven, I was with God, with Christ, with the Holy Spirit. I saw no physical images. It was a spiritual experience. At that time, I was merged into the body of Jesus, made one with the Word of God, God and the Holy Spirit witnessing. The same thing happened again exactly the same way a few nights later. As I told this to my aunt, I noticed sort of a dreamy look come on her face. It was, she didn't have that look of fear like I expected. But it was a dreamy look, like she was remembering something. And sure enough, after I told her this, she said to me, something like that happened to me once, and it was all golden. Yielding to the Holy Spirit is doing the works of God. Back to 1 Peter chapter 2, start at verse 7. Unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious. The word of God is precious to us who believe. That's Jesus. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. There is an apostate church at the end times, and that apostate church does not love the scriptures, not all of the scriptures. They have some scriptures they like, but the other scriptures they don't like, they just eliminate them from their doctrines. Often, they will just never speak those scriptures. Sometimes you can tell they don't like the scriptures because they do the opposite at their churches. That's the apostate church. That is Antichrist, the opposite to the word of God. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But ye are a chosen generation. You're not like them a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are so grateful that he called us out of darkness, took us out of that horrible life we were living before he called us. Paul is an example of this. He was 
persecuting the Christians and even consenting when they killed the Christians. And when Jesus revealed himself to Paul on the road of Damascus, Acts chapter 9, Paul was changed instantly. He didn't return to the priest and explain what happened. He was on an assignment to capture the Christians and bring them bound to Jerusalem when this happened to him on the road to Damascus. What did he do after that happened? He went on to Damascus as Jesus told him to do and Ananias came to lay his hands on Paul and his sight to be restored for when this happened to Paul, he couldn't see for three days. But Paul didn't go back to the priest. He went forward on his assignment from Jesus. Now he is one of the chosen of God. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past you were not a people, but now are the people of God which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Each scripture becomes a part of us when we do that scripture. We're warned in James 1.22, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. My cousin had been in Church of Christ all of her life. When she was 97, she told me this story. She said, I do well during the day, but I get so lonely at night. I said, oh, that's no problem. Paul says in Philippians 4, 6, Be careful for nothing but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, Let your requests be made known unto God. Verse 7, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So I said to her, All you have to do is, when you feel that loneliness start to come upon you, when you recognize it, just turn to God and say, Please help me through the rest of this day. And he will. About two weeks later, she contacted me again, and she said, I do so well during the day, but I get so lonely at night. She could not be helped by the Word of God because she did not do the Word of God. By faith in God, we do the Word of God. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And that is just critical in enabling us to live in peace during the troubles that can come on this earth. So if there's anything you're concerned about, it's really quite simple. Ask God for help, and he will help you. So be doers of the word and not hearers only. For those who hear the word of God and read the Bible without doing it 
deceive themselves. They think they're godly, but they're deceived. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.